Ignition sequence start. Six, five, four, three, two, one, zero. All engine running. Liftoff. We have a liftoff. 32 minutes past the hour. Liftoff on Apollo 11. Tower cleared. Welcome to Space 3D. In this episode, co-moderators Emily Carney, Tom Hill, and Eleanor Arrangers continue discussing recent space dramas and documentaries, including For All Mankind on Apple TV, The Real Right Stuff on Disney+, and Challenger, The Final Flight, which has appeared on Netflix. We conclude the episode recalling our memories of Challenger and Columbia and what their legacies meant to each of us. Speaking of season twos, I'm, I'm eagerly looking for the February 19th premiere of For All Mankind. Ooh, I hadn't heard a date. Yes. An announcement for that, so I'm looking forward to that. I, The only thing I'm a little nervous about is that as they get further into this, it I think it de- it's going to deviate so much more from history, uh, actual history. I get a little nervous that it's going to go off the rails, but we'll see. It's going to be interesting because if you take it into the Reagan era, uh, era, by that point in real history, the Soviet Union was falling apart. Yeah. We, we outspent them. So the argument could be made that by spending so much on the space program, that might have accelerated the crash of the Soviet Union. Yeah, it'll be, it'll be interesting to see. And, you know, whether they bring in other things like Star Wars and, and also that whole thing at the end of season one when they show, what was it, Sea Dragon? The or sea the, Dragon. Yeah, yeah. The sea Dragon. Is Wait. this Sea Dragon, Is are they going to have that come back, you know, in season two? Which, uh, see, Von Braun was talking about that in his te- in his testimony right before they started tearing him down. He 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 was describing that Sea Dragon launch. That was the that was funny. Oh, gosh, I don't remember that. Jeez, yeah, I have to... that's, he was in the midst of, you know, describing the next technical leaps and all this sort of thing. When that when that senator jumped in with the, you know, the uh, the Auschwitz pictures and stuff. Oh, geez, I'm going to have to get back and rewatch that episode. Yeah. Yeah, the same. Because I I didn't watch the series right away when it first came out. I, when I bought my new iPhone, I got a year of uh, Apple TV. So that's when I signed up for it. And that's when I watched it. So uh, so I'd already read like the summary of what happened. And then I saw that that was uh, that that happened at that point. There's another documentary, a real documentary that they have on there called The Real Right Stuff. And I, it looks like it's a new one. OK, um, yes, it was recommended. It came out. I haven't watched it. Yet. Yeah. Did have any of you watched it? Yeah, I watched it. Okay. What what did you think about it, Emily? I've been impressed with it so far. I'm about halfway through. Oh, how long is it? Roughly uh, two hours or so. I really enjoyed it. Uh, I I wrote a little article about it for the National Space Society. And uh, it's produced, I believe it was uh, directed and produced by Tom Jenkins, who's uh, done a bunch of other uh, really good documentaries. Um, including Challenger, the lost tapes, I believe, but, um, it's really good. It's two hours. It's on Disney plus. Um, it's a really nice, uh, tool to use in concert with the, um, mini series, the right stuff because, um, it, it, it's, it's, it's factual, but it goes into some of the, um, you know, kind of the stresses and the struggles that maybe influence the mini series. Um, and um, it's got a real uh, a real uh, ton of really great archival footage that I, I some of it I hadn't seen before. 
such as uh, I hadn't seen uh, the the Grissom uh, press conference after Liberty Bell 7 uh, like that. It, it was all synced up and the audio and the vi- uh, video or the film, I should say, was really nice. So, yeah, I, I highly recommend it. I, I really enjoyed watching it. And it's the real thing. I mean, I, I enjoyed the miniseries, but I always like seeing the real thing. So, yeah, uh, I agree. Yeah, I, so I far, I've been pretty it. blown away by it. I think it's fabulous. Yeah, it's really good. I I enjoyed it. Uh, I I've watched it, you know, beginning to end in one sitting, and I I really loved it. So I think uh, y'all should try to see it. I really liked it. Cool. Yeah, I'd prefer documentary over dramatized stuff. You know, the the real stuff was had plenty of drama involved. Yes, it did. Yeah, it did. Yeah, you should definitely try to catch it. The other thing I that from what I've watched so far that I loved was um the footage of Betty Grissom right before the announcement of the Mercury seven with the kids. And it's like, yeah. wow, I never knew that existed. So all that really cool archival footage, it's new, it's fresh. Cool. Um, and I think some of it may be, it looks like it was, there's a lot of like NBC, like news stuff. So it's almost as if maybe NBC might've been mm-hmm. behind that as well. And we don't think of NBC in terms of the space program. We always think of like CBS. Walter. Or CBS or Jules Bergman on ABC. Or Jules Bergman, yeah, exactly. It was pretty well done. It's neat to see the actual people in action, you know, and um, I don't know. I just really, I just really enjoyed it. I, I, I don't know. And what I kind of liked about it was it didn't have a narrator. Like um, mm-hmm. there's nobody to talk over it, really. It just kind of let the, the people of that era and the news reporters and uh, Tom Wolf narrated, which I thought was really kind of neat because he's yeah. sort of like the storyteller, you know, and I thought that was really uh, pretty cool to see him narrating it. So I, I, I really liked that a lot. Yeah, I agree. So, that, was all a right, cool, cool. that was a cool approach with the Apollo, uh, the Apollo 11 documentary with the liftoff and all that and no, you know, no uh, Morgan Freeman talking over or something like that. You know, it was just, yeah. just so focus on what's happening. Yeah. And just allowing also like the, the public affairs officers to interject. I, I thought that was a phenomenal documentary um, that was produced last year. That was absolutely terrific. And, um, and I also loved the little animation that they had showing the, the fuel going down as they were doing like the descent to the surface. The I landing. thought that was very clever how they yeah. did that. How suddenly that, you know, they were just dropping like a stone. I I had never pictured the approach in that documentary. It was really well done. Yeah. Awesome. Well, we've been, I guess we're very fortunate that there's been this sort of like windfall of, of cool stuff that's like come out in the last year. Yep. Yep. Okay. So speaking of documentaries, uh, do we want to talk about the Challenger documentary? Sure. I I will say full disclosure. I have not seen it. I've been, I've been a little reluctant to, because I know it will be very emotional, but um, definitely would like to hear your guys' perspective on it. Emily, I know you had some commentary as uh, early on when it came out. I waited a little while to watch it, but I have watched it since then. But uh, so, what? What's your? What was your impression? I really thought it was well done. Um, I, I felt they did it very tastefully. Uh, first of all, the uh, here's a here's minor spoilers for those who have not uh, watched it yet. 
Um, so if you haven't watched it yet, you know, you may want to uh, turn this part down. But the first episode really discusses the beginning of the shuttle program and um, what that meant, you know, for the United States and NASA in the early 1980s. And I, I really love that part because it captured really the joy of that time. You know, I was very young during that time, but I, I do remember it. And that was just such a fun time because, you know, you honestly believed, you know, man, we could do anything in space. Like it, it just, you know, yeah. I mean, just all the neat imagery, like it shows, you know, Bruce McCandless and the MMU and those amazing, you know, images. And you just felt at that time, you know, man, possibilities are really limitless. And, but I, I really thought the way they kind of went into, you know, the issues leading up into challenger, I felt they did it very tastefully. Obviously, um, the documentary does show what happened on that day. I mean, they kind of have to, um, but I felt they didn't really play it over and over again, because if, if you were around the day of, I swear to God, the news played it like over and over and over mm. and over again. It was horrible. Yeah. And um, back when we didn't know how much more horrible it could be. Yeah. That's <laughs> the thing. Like um, I did before I watched that documentary, I did briefly revisit uh, the CBS coverage of that day because i was like you know i remember it but i haven't seen it since that day and i'm wondering if i'm remembering it correctly because it's been such a long time and it was just as i remembered it but um i do think they dealt with the topic as tastefully as they could i was very impressed that they um interviewed a lot of the family members and some of the people who worked with the uh, morton thiokol who had reservations about flying that day. However, um, I'll just be blunt as I can without using cuss words here. I was really shocked at the reactions of and the of some of the people interviewed in the uh, documentary, uh, such as like Larry Malloy and some of the other people who worked at NASA at the time who were in management. Um, they just seemed really unaffected by it, in my opinion. That was, and I, I found that interesting as well. Yeah, it was... Um seriously you know <laughs> you, yeah yeah i mean i was in shock <laughs> and you said those in... things and and you you don't think that that was you know that, that that was a problem i agree i was in shock i was it to me it was just kind of like um emblematic of the problems at nasa at that time with management i mean it just totally symbolized what was going on because they didn't see a problem. They would probably make the same decision now. And I'm like, you got to be kidding me. Like, oh, you know, wow. and it was just, that was insane to me. But I found other than that um, aspect of it, I really found it um, oddly uplifting. It does end on a positive note um, with return to flight for uh, STS-26. I, I found it ultimately uplifting and I thought it was very tasteful and well done you know and it, it didn't focus on the accident only it focused on the people who you know it, it focused on the astronauts the families and some of the people who were around during that time which i thought was really kind of a different um approach so yeah i personally thought it was well done so, yes I, I felt much the same the, the biggest thing that struck me <clears throat> was i never heard the name roger Bourgelet. yeah I, I agree with you. I, I, I was like, maybe his family didn't want to be involved. I have no idea. Yeah. Yeah. Something was, he, was he the Morton Thiokol guy that was the whistleblower, if you yes. will? Or? Right. He okay. was the, right. He was one of the guys, you know, who came forward. He's like, look, 
we told them not to launch, you know, and they told us rethink your decision and the management told us to devote to, to the launch. You know, I, I'm paraphrasing, but, um, you know, I mean, he went on the, he was on a speaker tour, you know, of, of how bad decisions are made and things like that. He was like the name, as far as I remember, he was the name of somebody who tried to, to prevent it from happening and got, you know, got shouted down basically. And and he wasn't mentioned at all. Once again, no idea why. Uh, family, whatever. I don't know. But uh, but I, it's it that was a, a notable omission in my part. Other than that, I I found it very interesting. You know, talking about how people who worked at the plant, you know, were were going under signs, hanging from bridges, you know, about horrible things. <laughs> it was it was intense. You know, it was a a view I hadn't thought of. Hmm. where did that what did that air on because i now now of course i'm like yeah i gotta go watch it that's on netflix netflix yeah oh, okay all right yeah challenger the final flight and it is one of the things that's interesting uh one i think it's a lead into one of the episodes we forget what it was like when cameras weren't everywhere and i think it was the relatively recent anniversary it might have been like the 30th anniversary of the challenger accident they found vhs footage of some guy who had a camera and he was he lived you know 50 miles away from from the cape and he was filming the launch and that was the opening video on like one of these one of the the episodes and he's just yeah. filming filming challenger going up and, you know, then you see the, the explosion and the two shuttles going off. He's like, that doesn't look right. Do they do they have trouble? That looks like trouble. <clears throat> oh, wow. Yeah. It's a very interesting perspective because he's not listening to the news live. He's just out standing in his like cul-de-sac filming this launch with the, you know, he's probably holding it on his shoulder, you know, or may have the, the, the big box, you know, hanging over, you know, <laughs> he's recording on and all yeah. that. But it was it was interesting, you know, before cameras that were everywhere, um, you know, this just the different view that you hadn't seen before. And I'd, I'd seen it before and it was interesting to see it come up again. Huh. Yeah, I uh, I remember when I was when I saw it, I was I was a kid in central Florida uh, and I was a ways out from the launch, but we could still see it from where we were. And it was similar to that because it was it was really similar to what that view was like because we were watching it and all of a sudden it kind of just stopped and you sort of saw you know something that wasn't didn't look quite normal mm -hmm. and i was 7 years old so and but i'd seen some launches before and i was like that's weird maybe that um maybe it was just booster step and then we went inside and ate lunch <laughs> cuz we were at pe yep. and we didn't think anything of it until we came back in from lunch and then our our uh, art teacher was like, you know, something bad happened to the space shuttle and she broke it to us as gently as she could. And it was really like that because, I mean, it's hard to believe, but we didn't have 24 hour news back then. And, no. you know, it was a different time. Yeah. Yeah. It yeah. Was, CNN did not exist yet, or at least, you know, I, or my school didn't have cable, so we couldn't get it. Yeah. See, we didn't know. Yeah, we didn't. I don't think we had that kind of television at my school. So we had no idea. So, okay, here's my story of how I heard about Challenger. I I came back from lunch. I went to um, went to my English class. I was in high school. And a friend of mine 
who was on like the yearbook staff, she could go to the yearbook room and listen to the radio. And she walks in and no matter where I've been my entire life, I was known as the space person. You know, if anybody heard anything mm-hmm. about space, they asked me about it or told me about it. And she's like, hey, Tom, the space shuttle exploded. And I said, that's not funny. <laughs> yeah. And uh, and she's like, no, I heard it on the news. The space shuttle. And our English teacher bolted out of the room and grabbed a television that was on one of those big carts. You know, rolled it into the room. She plugged it in. She turned it on. We couldn't get a picture, but we heard like Tom Brokaw talking. And I'm like, I'm in the back because it didn't, it was supposed to just play videotapes, you know, or whatever. It wasn't designed to like, you know, they didn't have it set up to tune in signals. So I'm like trying to, I'm touching the the antenna things, trying to get a, get a picture, you know, and it was like, ah, but we could hear what they were saying. And that's, that's how we heard, you know, what was going on. How about you, Eleanor? Oh, well, I have kind of a strange story about it. I I was a sophomore in college. <laughs> I'm a little older than you guys. And um, I remember I had eight o'clock organic chemistry. And I got up for that, had classes, came back, you know, had lunch in the cafeteria and, and came back to the dorm room. And I, I was like, as I, I remember walking into the dorm thinking, oh, yeah, I wonder, um, you know, that today was the big day, Krista McAuliffe. And, um, I wonder how the whole launch went. And the strange thing is I had this weird feeling that day in the morning before I went to class, just, I don't know. It was just like this weird nervousness. Well, anyway, I walked into the TV lounge in the dorm. And I remember there was one guy who always was like never in class, always and was always had a bathrobe on. Everybody has that guy. You yeah, know, there's always that one guy, me. right? I know what you're saying. So he, he he was sitting in the TV lounge, and I just remember he had this like sort of blank look on his face. And I came in kind of excited, saying, "Hey, how did the launch go this morning? I with the space shuttle." He's like, "You didn't hear?" I'm like, "What are you talking about?" Yeah. He's like, "You know," the I'm moment. like, "What?" Yeah. So that's that's how I feel. Yeah. So in a weird way, I feel like I had a bit of a premonition with it. Um, And years later, I definitely think I had a weird premonition about um, Columbia because the morning that happened, uh, I had this incredibly sad dream. And I've never had a dream like that before. And I woke up crying. Wow. And as I woke up crying, I just remember how I just this profound sadness, which was very odd. I just, just not me. And as I woke up, the phone was ringing and it was like nine Oh three, I think on a Saturday or something. And I, yeah, I got the phone and it was my mom and all my mom is they lost it. I'm like, lost what? Yeah, what are you talking about? Oh my about? gosh, there's something wrong. They they lost it. There's something wrong. And I'm like, what's wrong with what? She's like, oh, the space shuttle. I'm like, what? So yeah, yeah. That's, that's how I found out. But I think I had some weird connection to this whole thing because I woke up crying from a dream. Wow. Yeah, I remember that morning because I was in the Navy and um, I was I, I it was Saturday morning and I was like sleeping in and my phone started ringing at like around nine o'clock. And I was like, man, who's calling me this early? Because 
I usually slept in on Saturdays because it was one of the days of the week that I didn't have to wake up at like four or something. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah absolutely. You take advantage of those when you can. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, man, I, you know, so why, who's blowing my phone up? So after the third call, I was like, I better get it. Like, I'm thinking, you know, something's happened because normally this never, nobody calls that. I, I was thinking something happened on the base or just something nuts was going on. So I pick up the phone and it's my sister and she's like, you need to cut on the TV. Something happened to Columbia. And I was like, what? The space shuttle? And I thought, just the space shuttle? And she's like, yeah. And I cut on the TV and sure enough, there it was. It was, it was just nuts because it was like, I wasn't even really fully awake, you know? <laughs> so yeah. I was like. And it was just, I knew after the third phone call, something was up, though. Like, because I was like, normally nobody's calling me that early, relentlessly on a Saturday. And when and when I heard my sister's voice, I could tell she was really upset. So I was like, oh, God. So, yep. yeah. Yeah, you know, both events were tragic, but I almost feel like, I almost, I hate to say this. I mean, I have no disrespect to the challenger crew at all i mean that was god awful but i'm almost sadder about columbia i don't know why it almost maybe because it was the end of the mission it was a successful mission they're coming home and no (laughs) denied yeah it was um i hadn't thought about it that way it's an interesting thing um to me challenger shattered a lot more a Mm. I believe that, hey, things are awesome, you know, similar to the setup that's done in the in the Challenger documentary. And I, I can't I can't deny that, you know, that was the recent presentation of it. So that's why I'm thinking that way. But um, I don't know. I don't know. It is it is interesting. It, it was for me, the biggest difference was I had to explain Columbia to my son. Oh, OK. Yeah. And he was three. You know, and he's like, he said, Dad, why are you sad? And I I thought for a minute and I'm like, OK, how do you present this to a three year old? You know, mm-hmm. and it was some people were coming home from space and they're not going to come home. And he went, oh, <laughs> and, you know, it was just just one of those moments. Um, yeah, I didn't That's a good way to explain challenger it. to my son because he was 13 years in the future. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that see i i i hate to say it i'm glad i never had to explain that, that that's terrible was, yeah yeah it was tough you know it, it's an important it's an important thing you know you just have to it, it you'll never do it right but you do the best you can so yeah yeah that was tough and uh bringing columbia home reading that book i have it right next to me right now because uh i really love this book not not in a morbid way, like to relive, you know, the horrible tragedy. But I love this book because it's it really is inspiring how this horrible, you know, and tragedy it really brought brought a lot of people together to do something, you know, good and to you know to figure things out. And yeah, um, I mean, and I I wish it hadn't happened. I'm not trying to you know say oh yeah this, great, this tragedy. I'm not. I wish it never had happened. Obviously, but it's just um it's amazing how you know people kind of in the in the shadow of this thing you know this this horrible event you know really came together and and brought the crew home and and brought the spaceship home we hope you enjoyed this episode of space 3d please continue to join us on most podcast platforms including itunes spotify and google we also entertain suggestions for topics so please reach out to us
and thanks for listening.